I'm skipping school today, and then I'll smoke some cigarettes. I'm gonna make up with my girlfriend at the gas station. But then I'm gonna tell my friends that we had sex though, and I still don't even know what sex is yet, but that's what I'm gonna do. And I'm not coming home tonight. Another, Another shitty podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by the color Off-White. It's not really white, it's just a little bit off. This week's episode is also sponsored by me having too many cups of coffee while recording this podcast. That's right. I've had three cups of coffee already and it's driving me crazy. I'm talking a mile a minute. I'm sweating a lot and I can't keep anything focused. I'm losing my mind. I've had too much caffeine. Too many cups of coffee while recording the podcast. What's up with your weed? Oh, yeah. What's up with your weed? Clue me in. I want to know. What's up with your weed? Go tell me me about what's going on with your weed. Let's catch up over a cup of coffee and tell me about your weed. You get really into that, Nick. Yeah, man. I'm feeling that shit. Hey, Nicholas. You want to tell us what's going on with your week? Boy, do I ever. What's going on with my most recent week is last uh, last Thursday when we recorded the pod, it was raining, man, you know, which is pretty rare for, for Southern California. But I spend my Tuesdays and Thursday mornings swimming with the shark doctor, uh, Mel. We go swimming and it's an MD outdoor shark. pool. Yeah. Shark MD. Shark, shark MD. Um, shout out to Mel, guest, guest of the show, friend of the show. Um, we spend Tuesdays and Thursdays swimming outside in the outdoor pool, and it was pouring. It was awesome. That's kind so, of a weird sensation. It is a weird sensation. The pool is heated, and it's like 52-ish okay. degrees outside, and the rain is cold and uh, hard. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the pool, it's, it's such a dope sensation to be in warm water, and then what little bit of skin is exposed to the air is cold and also getting like needled by water from above. It's the coolest thing. So that happened again this morning because it's raining today too, dog. It's coming down. It's fucking pouring today. I don't. That's it. Might sound weird, but that was a fucking highlight for my last week. <laughs> I love the rain, and it never happens here. Um, also, what happened is last Monday I <laughs> I started and failed. A master cleanse in one day. It's supposed to be a ten day thing. It took me one day and I was out. What, what, not was this the same thing as the fast? Yeah. So it's like this thing. That's different. A cleanse is different than a fast. Well, but it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. So what it is is because a fast is not eating at all. Right. There was going to be no food. There's going to be. It was like this. Which is like insanity. Tea. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not applauding this. No. Um, here's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I know, looking back, why I did it. Um, I think I just needed to shake up my life a little bit. Okay. And when okay, Nick, when yeah, yeah. start myself. <laughs> when when Nick needs to shake up his life a little bit, he's just kind of like, you know what? Let's just do something that makes no sense. And so a buddy of mine, we were talking about this <laughs> <laughs> this master cleanse because we'd heard that Kelly Slater had done it, and it's like a ten day thing where you don't eat anything for ten days, but you drink this tea concoction that's uh, uh, maple syrup, lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and water. And God's green earth. Yeah, you're supposed to get all your calories for that for that ten days from essentially maple syrup. Um, so I started it last Monday. Um, I'm. I made it all the way. Th- I was working. I've never been grumpier at work. It was. I apologize to everyone that I answered the phone. But people would be like, "Hey, 
they they they'd call in, <laughs> they'd call in and they would go. Um, I go hello, this is Chris, and then they would be like, hi, uh, is this Chris? And I'd be like, what do you think? <laughs> you were saying that? Like, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and or they'd be like, I'd be like, "Hello, this is," Chris. and they would be, and they would be like, "Hi," and I'd get, and, and I'd be like, "Okay, the, f- what do you want?" <laughs> and I was just really grumpy. People, Jesus. people, people. Yeah, you, gotta eat. you gotta eat, bro. Yeah. So then I left work. I was gonna go to a uh, acting rehearsal. I got home. I fell asleep in my car for two hours. Woke up to one of my buddies, one of my actor buddies, uh, Mark Fajardo, gave me a call just to see where I was, what's going on. And I answered the phone, and it took me until the end of the conversation to even know what the hell we were talking about. I just wasn't oh, yeah. with it. Out of it. And so I was, and it was like, now it was like seven o'clock at night, and I was like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm gonna die if I make this to two days. Because I realized that that cleanse is. It is doable, but it's not doable for somebody who needs to get stuff done. Yeah. It's for people that are like, oh, I I have like injured myself. I'm not going to have to move from this bed for 10 days. I'll just lay here. Yeah. So I, I, that was a long story. I tried and failed that. It was very long. Uh, my two cents on this whole thing is that you gotta eat food, you crazy lunatic. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with myself. It's not like I need to be losing weight anyway. I'm, I'm probably underweight to begin with. Jesus. Um, and then it's Christmas season. It's the holiday season. I don't want to offend anybody fan. that's not into Christmas. I'm a big fan yeah. of Christmas. Yeah, I fucking love it, dude. The ugly sweaters are out. The eggnog is flowing. Um, so streams of eggnog, rivers of eggnog, man. So there's, there's parties all over the place. I was at a party last night, a little game night thing with some friends of mine with the Johns. It was cool. Played Euchre one. I'm on a fucking Euchre is a tear. Like a Northern game, like Michigan, Ohio, Indiana. Yep. We didn't know that shit in Missouri. Turns out it's also an Iowa game. It's a, it's a, it's cool game. I'm told it's really similar to spades, but I've never played spades. It's the, it's the best card game. Uh, might be a little biased. I always refuse to learn it because there's so many rules. Funny enough, I've had multiple friends that had no idea how to play, and we just give them the Wikipedia rules. They'll read it. An hour later, they know the rules better than all of us because we've noticed that from state to state, everybody differs. plays just slightly different. It's yeah. mostly like a scoring difference. Yeah. Um, so people that are on, that play on, or like they, they learn it from Wikipedia, suddenly they come in and they're like, actually the rules are this <laughs> and we can't argue it because it's, it's, it's uh, on Wikipedia. So it's real. Yeah. So it's the truth. Yeah. Dude. Um, that sounds great. I, uh, got my holiday party and my work coming up next week. Woo! So that's going to be fun. I think we're doing some bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, hop, hop, hop. And, uh, oh, I hosted bingo last night, which is always a hoot. Uh, it was kind of rainy, but we still had a pretty good crowd. Um, yeah, what else is going on this week? Oh, we got uh, my buddy Mark Orr's birthday is this uh, this week. Also, another friend of mine, Shane Lopes, is celebrating his birthday. Uh, both friends of ours, friends of the pod. Uh, we got to get them on at some point. But uh, lots of birthdays happening. I love the holidays, man. Um, I'm a big fan of Christmas. I always go home. You're going home, yeah? Yeah, I am. Cool. That's always been like really important to our family, so it's good to kind of go there, spend some quality time, uh, eat a bunch of food, watch Home Alone for the millionth time. 
with Christmas my, Story. With, that's with the my one. Sister, you that's Christmas Story. That, yeah, mine's Home Alone. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, oh, Love Actually. That's my favorite Christmas really? movie. Yeah, but that's not one I, I. I'm not gonna say it's bad, but that's not one I watch every year. I'm a sucker for yeah. that. For the for the multiple storylines, like Valentine's Day. I love that movie. <clears throat> the multiple storylines of the sappy shit. I just found something else about Nicholas. I'm an overly emotional guy. <laughs> that that the hides, first, the that hides clue, behind the mustache. The first, you, can, you can hide a lot of stuff in this mustache, yeah. man. The first clue should have been that I'm an actor, dude. Well, fucking... I I know things about you. I didn't know your your interest in love love actually. I'm like a real life personification of Drake songs. I'm gonna end on that one, and that's what's going on in our week. It's time for another weather report. We're going to send it outside to Garth Brooks. How's it looking out there, Garth? And a thunder rolls. The thunder rolls. And the lightning strikes. Another love grows cold. Los Angeles. Night. As the storm goes on. Out of control. Deep in Los Angeles. The thunder rolls. Man, that Garth Brooks, he's going places. Thanks for that weather report, Garth. Here we go, y'all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, myself and Nicholas are thrilled to have this guest on this episode of Another Shitty Podcast. Uh, he's very talented, but very well-spoken, the very illustrious. Amir says nothing. The big bad. What's up? What's up, Amir? How are we doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Hell yeah. Thank you for waking up on a rainy day. Yo, happy Thursday. And, uh, you know, coming out here and uh, recording uh, recording the pot, dude. I'm so glad it's raining. I love when it's raining in Los Angeles. We need it. It's the best. It's just like everything that I hate is gone. And it's beautiful. Like, people don't come outside. Yeah. (laughs) I'm outside now. I'm like, ah, time to go out. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, it's raining. It's the day to get all your shit done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, after the pod, I'm running errands. I'm getting my hair cut. I'm like, the roads are going to be fine. Or, or, do nothing. And it's going to be okay. You don't even have to You don't even feel bad about it. I paid rent yesterday. Didn't get no notice. Didn't get no notice. They were like, it's raining. We don't even feel like giving you no notice. Dude, uh, it it is. You do feel like you're in like an alternate universe when it rains out here because people don't know how to handle it. I've been out here, well, I've been out here six years. Yeah. Um, Time seems to just fly by because every day is the same. We're talking about the weather already. What are, we, what are we doing? We're way more interested in this. Fuck but, uh, no, dude, it's yeah, like... Fuck the weather. Yeah, fuck this, man. <laughs> fuck this rain. Keep it a desert. Um, yeah. Dude, what's going on, man? You were, uh... You were just did a tour? I just got back from tour, baby. Tell us about it. Uh, Tell it us about it. Wonderful, wonderful experience. You know what I'm saying? I did the, uh... How many cities? Monster Energy Outbreak Tour with Mike Shinoda and Don Broca. Oh, shit. Very good time. Um, I was on the last leg, like the... I don't want to say East Coast leg because we went across the nation. It started from Salt Lake and it ended in Maryland. Okay. In Silver Spring. But uh, it was like eight shows. Dope. Yeah, on the last. Because they were on for like six weeks and I did the last like two and a half. What, uh, did you have a favorite spot? I mean, it was, 
obviously like okay so me i'm from backstory i mean like i'm from new york originally but i grew up also in boston and i grew up in uh maryland too so those two were kind of homecoming shows for me cool in the sense of like you know i've lived here when i was a child and here i am you know performing here now so those were my favorite by like default kind of yeah. you know what i mean like because it's like those were the ones i was like the most like oh my god were you kind of nervous at all to be performing there? No, like, I mean... Or different from all the other... You know what? The nerves, the nerves were only about being... I don't get nerves for, like, the crowd, per se, as much. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a general... Like, when you're opening for somebody... Like, some Mike Shinoda, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, that's Lincoln Park, that's Fort Minor, that's, like, yeah. all that shit. Um, he has a fan base of people who... You know, not only is his music very, like, a combination of genres. It's, like, rap, but it's, like... What do they call that? Uh, like new metal, I think mm-hmm. it was. It was and like you know that 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 uh, hybrid stuff that they That's were doing in the early two thousands, like the rap rock kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when you're a rapper, like I'm a rapper, rapper, like I say nigga and I say fuck and I say shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so. You know, you the, go out in that's the crowd. The, that's the prereq. That's the prereq. Like, <laughs> that's like you say, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes you that makes you a rapper. Rapper. Yeah, like, let rapper. me see. Are you a rapper? <laughs> let me see your resume. It's just those three words. Let's read your lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. So like, when you're going out in front of those crowds, there's this part of you that is kind of like, okay, you know, like how are they going to receive this? Like, because this is a specific kind of music. Correct. Yeah. And not that mine can't go with it, but it's just, will people think that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, music fans are. They're not necessarily as like open sometimes as you and I might be as people who, you know, either like work in the business or kind of are connoisseurs of everything. You start to have an appreciation for more shit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it went really great. Like a lot of the fucking reception after it was like really sick. But for me, the biggest nerves were just kind of like this was the biggest tour I've done thus far. It's a very professional like situation. It's like you know a production crew and da 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 and buses and and uh, dope, man. I just wanted to make sure that I like was on the same level of professionalism yeah. as everyone else. I didn't want to be the like the guy who's the amateur here like yeah i'm the amateur but i want to show that like mm-hmm. professional level and you know by the end of by the end of it the production crew everybody was like hell yeah like you fucking been rocking the shit and i'm very thankful for that so shout out to everybody who was on that tour yeah good deal hell yeah man dude um that's awesome we were uh right before we started recording we were talking about that a little bit yeah um talking about these these new uh, tracks you just put out. Yeah, Mr. Nothing's Neighborhood. We're, we're, we're a big fan um, of the three the three songs. Uh, tell us about that. And the artwork's dope, too. Yeah, uh, thank you. Where'd that come from? Um, we had a lemonade stand when I was a kid. Um, and, all right, so back to the, the original. So Alexander Spit is my friend who produced that. Um, he's a rapper producer. He's done a lot of stuff with, like, He's not only done a lot of stuff as as himself, but he's produced a bunch for people like Duckworth and Mac Miller and oh, cool. and um, fuck who else? He's got some other Lincoln Park. I think he actually did some stuff for too on uh, One More Light. Holy shit! Um, but he and I have been friends for a couple of years. We kind of come from the same community in streetwear. Like when I I used to work um, on Fairfax, and so did he. Mm-hmm. 
he was kind of, he was like he's like the guy who like did the rap thing and kind of shit like I feel like he he went the furthest with it you know what I mean and everybody else who has been around um has kind of always looked at him as like the guy who did it you know what I mean um and he did this album called um Alive at Virgil Normal and it's funny because it's actually like the weekend I got fired and decided to like be like all right fuck this job shit i'm gonna be a rapper this was in like 2016 i think okay and he did this album it was like he uh had everyone come through and did it in like 10 hours like it was just like any all the rapper homies i'm just making beats at virgil normal on the east side that's where we get our hair cut out yeah, yeah. vinnie's Charlie. style charlie there hey, yesterday i'm going there today you know what i'm saying but like um so he had that and i am featured on two of the songs and I don't know, at the time, I remember listening back to it and just being like, man, this is like the best that I've ever sounded to me. You know what I mean? And I was like, I just should do more stuff with him. And then we started, um, when I was like working on, you know, music for 2018 and 2017. Um, you know, he was one of the people that I was like, yo, we should like get together and like do some shit. Because I also always kind of viewed him as being like someone, he's on my first album on Employee of the Month, like he featured on the song Bricks and Wood. But he's someone that I always was like, to be on his stuff, I have to get my shit better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, well, after we did the album, that kind of gave me the confidence to kind of be like, yo, we should do more music because this shit sounds tight. People will enjoy it. Da, da, da. Um, so we just ended up making, I think the first song we did was, we might have did My Bitch, My Ho first. And we might have did 21 first. I can't remember. One or two. We did them both like within like the same day or two days or something like that. And then we didn't get anything together for like a couple months. And then we did Lamb and Tuna. Okay. And uh, we just kind of, it just kind of came together. You know what I mean? Like Spitz a very, he's a very like, not the industry working on music kind of guy. He's an artist. You know yeah. what I mean? He's very like, he's doing it. He goes, he goes off and, the feeling. Yeah. Like if he's not in the mood, he's not fucking with it. If he's in the mood, he's fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like You strike so, me as like the kind of person that's a similar vibe, yeah? Similar, but I also have this like you know, I'm always like trying to get it, get it, get yeah. it, get it, get it, get it. So it's like I kinda have I they do this all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like I may not be in the mood, but I try to what I try to do is I try to find what I'm in the mood for. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so I may not be in a recording mood but I'll be in a video mood. Or I may not be in a video mood, but I'll be in a show mood. So, like, I'm always... As long as I'm doing something centered to who I am, as Amir says nothing, yeah. as a rapper, musician, I'm like, that's cool with me. You know what I'm saying? That's like, fucking dope, man. If you yeah. just... Because if you, if you just reach a, a blockage or something, mm -hmm. you just redirect your... You have to, like, okay. create through it. That's yeah. the thing. Like, like you know, artists, they get writer's block, and they yeah. get this and, and shit. And it's like, oh, I have to sit with this until it clears itself. And it's like, no. Or you're just saying, no. Yeah, no. Like, find a way to flex the muscle yeah. elsewhere, and that helps you, like, reflex the muscle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you can step back and be like, all right, now I can record again because I've been doing videos, or I've been helping other people with their shit, or yeah. I've been working on playing piano you know what i mean and that's making me excited because you're really you're just trying to chase excitement mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you want to make yourself excited about what you're doing like that's what fucking writer's exactly is it's not that you can't think of shit you're just thinking of things that bore you yeah you know what i'm saying like so you're 
you're trying to come up with something that's not boring, something that you didn't do already, something that you're not saying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like so, in order to do it, you gotta you gotta create somehow, and in the creating of or doing something, it's it'll respark you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like prior to this tour, I fucking man, I've been like. You know, I'm working on what will be like my next full length, and I don't want to like put too much on it yet until it's coming together. Because this one, I kind of, it's gonna be like a punt, a hook from right field real quick. Cool. Next little um, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I just don't. You know, <laughs> I'm, it's it's kind of like I'm working on it in secret, kind of. Yeah, but I'm talking about it. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, it's like. I don't know. I it, you go through these things where like, I'm I'm when you're doing a full length thing, it's different than doing these EPs. Like these EPs were great for the experiment, and they were great for the the creative muscle. I got to like rap in ways that I didn't rap before. I got to do you know just just sharpening your sword in different ways. Like I don't have a bunch of songs where I talk about bitches. Like I got a song now where I mention some bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> not to disrespect any women. It's just that's. Rap shit. Yeah, yeah. But that's do. how you stay in yeah, you know, the I mean, I don't a rapper, be, rapper. Yeah, I don't want to be the fucking like respectful <laughs> rapper over here all the time yeah. where it's just like, I don't use the word bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Will Smith raps? I feel like, like yeah, <laughs> I feel like boring. that's a pre-rec. Like, you just have, I mean, listen, the rest, man, it's like comedy. You don't get What's into the shit to be like, hey, everybody, this is like very like sterile. What's and that? Good this is years. actually hilarious because one of our best friends, Mark, is... Clean comedy. Oh, right. I mean, he's great. He's though. figured out a way yeah. to make it. Which is hilarious. Well, that's a totally different lane. Yeah. 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 You got your fucking, you know, you Will's, got your people. I'd rather yeah. listen to Biggie than Will Smith. Exactly. Hey, don't. Hey, Dave Chappelle. Big Lee Smiles all in it. You know why they pay Dave Chappelle 50 fucking million dollars? Because that motherfucker says what he wants. You yeah. Know, over here worried mm -hmm. about like. Exactly. Nobody with the clean comedy is getting 50 mil. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you could be Mr. Rogers. You could be fucking Bill Nye if you want to. <laughs> Well, dude, even uh, Bill Nye now is starting to dirty up. Bill Nye smoking weed and shit, and people are like, "Oh my God, Bill Nye smokes weed." <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking human being. You know what I mean? like, and he's really he into fucks he's, too. Like, he's, you know he's really into science. So, I mean, come, come on, on you know, Bill Nye gets pussy, bro. Like, yeah. no, just, man, not Bill Nye. He's got to stay in that science at home. Like, <laughs> two things, real quick. I have a Bill Nye story, and then I want to the the word uh, yeah. the line with like uh, you know using bitch in, in your songs. Yeah, and we're gonna get, we might get some pushback for this but there's a Kendrick I think it's a Kendrick line where he's like I'm butchering the line but basically like you know I only say bitch if you're my bitch or something or what's he what does he say oh I know what you're talking about I know what you're talking about it's something something in my yeah but you know he yeah, basically yeah. clarifying he's like this is not a derogatory thing yeah this is like you're my chits. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not anything to apologize for you yeah know what I'm saying like it's like writing raps it's like writing a novel. I'm not fucking... I don't give a fuck what you think. You know what I mean? Like, like people like... It's a weird time we live in because we're like moving in this world of like being politically correct and respectful of everyone, which is great. But in the arts, art isn't necessarily here to be politically correct. Like, you know what no, I'm saying? No, it's the like, whole point of it. You're yeah. supposed to break the... You're ch I mean, it's, monotony of social life. I mean, it's fucking creativity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, like, someone, um, this other rapper was in an interview and he was like, you know, you don't fucking get on Clint Eastwood for having a movie where someone calls somebody a nigger for yeah. half an hour or 22 yeah. hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, 
or faggot or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things that you're not supposed to say. Like, and the reason I brought up the F word was because I actually was reading the article. Here, so, the F word. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not saying, but you know, like uh, Rick Ross said something in a on Meek Mill's album. He, he used the word faggot. And oh, the F word. Yeah, yeah. People were making a big. People deal. are making a big deal out of it, which. I'm at kind of a point where I'm like, I'm not really like letting these things like shock yeah. me anymore. Like I think it's funny how we actually do this like ant hill mentality of like, oh my god, yeah. did you hear what he said? Now every website is writing about it and like that. that like dude, at a certain point you have to realize like, sometimes it's best to just act like that didn't even happen. Because there is a power in giving something power. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm. Like, I, I was actually tweeting with this website yesterday, and they were like, I tweeted them that I was like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he did this intentionally, knowing exactly what it would do. Yeah. And they were like, so you think he intentionally used the word? I'm like, he's well, of course he, he definitely old. intentionally if used Rick the word. If Rick Ross doesn't know what using the word faggot in a song is yeah. going to fucking do, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like... Not only that, well, he was think, 100%. What do it's, you fucking think? Like, of course he knows what this is going to be. It's like, 42 years old, bro. Like, and... Stop acting shocked by it. You know what I mean? Like, he knows what he's doing. And you are kind of, like, feeding into the big thing of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, I'm not saying it's right. I don't agree. I wouldn't do it. I don't use that shit in my... So, like, that's... Like, there's certain places I don't go. I don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, but... I'm not going to waste my breath, like, talking about someone who does. Because I think that's exactly what they intend you to do. You know what I mean? Like, he knows what he's doing. Like... You got a socket right now? But also, but also, who gives a fuck? Exactly. If you don't like it, the thing is, don't listen to it's it. It's Meek Mill's, you know, first record yeah. in a minute since being, you know, in jail. out of jail. Yeah. And Jay's on the record too. And Jay's mm-hmm. on it. Come on now. There's three very intelligent people. Come on. on there's song. a lot of social and stuff I'm going around listen, that album anyway. There's a recording what? engineer. There's yeah. a mixing engineer. There's a mastering. And listen. all the stuff we, you know, he he was He's talking about Yay, and everyone's flipping out. My guy's talking about. Like, Jay's always gonna they're always gonna talk about each other well, it's like and it's like, art bro like yeah. this is what it's I'm not saying like like I said I respect everybody I love everybody this is not for me but if you want to talk about the idea of something mm-hmm. it's like this is not necessarily meant for it's 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 commentary it's it's mm-hmm. an opinion it's an idea it's a a piece of art it's the same as a film it's the same as a blog it's the same as you know and I think that that's why it's weird of the time we live in because it's like do art but only if it's this art and don't do that in your art but like we love all art it's like it doesn't make any sense like everybody's kind of like full of shit and it's just like you're in this box uh and we're forced to fit in that box mm-hmm. and uh we want you to be creative as long but as also also everyone's hard. telling us this box is all inclusive it's like yeah. but wait what about all these things that can't fit in the box yeah. now and uh too big for the box or too yeah. pointy for the box that box changes sizes every year too yeah. um but i think uh artists artists exist to just challenge people's thought exactly. that's why I like um I don't know if it's the original artist, but like the OG artist, court jesters, uh-huh. were the ones that could go up to the king and be like, "Oh, you're a shitty person. All these people are dying," and and he wouldn't get killed. The yeah. king wouldn't kill the him. The king would be like, because ah, ah, ah. he's That's there. So funny. He's there to entertain I you. Love this guy. But he yeah. speaks the truth. Yeah. That's our job. That's I mean, your job. That's our Dave job. Chappelle dropped his uh, thing. Like I don't know. I just get 
I, you know what, man? I fucking give people a lot of credit as as a whole, as like society of human beings, and a lot of times I'm just very like let down by people's like ability to be triggered by like bullshit. Like yeah. that's what that's what's getting you upset. Yeah. Like you wake up every fucking day dealing with all the shit you deal with every fucking day in your own life, and you actually have time to try to be upset about. What someone else fucking thinks who's mm-hmm. getting paid fifty million dollars fucking get think it. It's a great like, way to put it. And it's like find like worry about your own motherfucking life. Like yeah, shut up, yeah. dude. Like <laughs> shut up. Like you don't go to the movies and be like, how could Clint Eastwood make this movie? You just watch that shit, you get out, you eat your fucking popcorn and you move on with your life. Like yeah. Dave Chappelle came out with his, you know, things and you know, he had some jokes about transgender people and I think, like, uh, women in the Me Too movement. And I, I, listen, I'm not here to co-sign Dave Chappelle's opinions, mm. but it's Dave Chappelle's opinions. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, my favorite like Dave Chappelle joke of all time is one where he talks about man rape, and that was, like, in 2004. <laughs> it's yeah. the most... It's uh, the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard, and there's no way that, that would, he could get away with that in 2018. And it's, and it's like, it sucks because it's like, I don't want to say it sucks because I don't want anyone to, like, listen, if it's out there hurting somebody, I don't want it to hurt somebody. But I also want people to get to a point where it's like, toughen the fuck up, dude. Well, like, here's the thing, it's a really tough not, thing. What are we doing here? In the comedy world, because it's like, with the Chappelle thing. Oh I had, I remember I, I, I posted... Uh, when that came out, yeah, yeah. post about it. Chappelle's back. He's my, you know, he's my, he's the goat. He's the like goat. Favorite comedian. And maybe post about love the special, blah blah blah. This girl goes on a rant on my post. Well, you say you're a feminist and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I just like private messaged her. I was like, Yo, really? Get cut that. Really? And life. like, what do you know about what Dave Chappelle and, is doing in his personal motherfucking life? And, that motherfucker might be at every feminist rally. It's it's because here's the thing, Joe. I go, did, I go. Did you hear the joke? Did you most likely did you, not? It's, did you pay attention to the structure? People people and, want the headline news though. No, they I'm saying see that Rick I'm Ross saying, said faggot. They want to see. We do the, the, we do the, the structure. It's a punchline. Reactions. Yeah, the punchline. All of it. It was brilliantly done. It was it was a touchy subject. But I think he did it in a way that was brilliant. But so is motherfucking racism. You know what I'm saying? So is sexism. So is all these things. Like, yo, like art is here to exist so that we can kind of go down that road and it's not so painful. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, so it's like we can have these tough conversations. You can have these tough opinions. You can have these things and it's okay because well, we're laughing or like, there's a beat attached to it, and yeah. you sit back and you go, "Damn." The yeah. other thing you know about I mean? art is like people—people people when they're experiencing it, yeah. they need to—they need to allow themselves to suspend the su- suspend belief. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna go listen to this album. That means like I'm going into this world. I yeah. need to break down all these barriers of my life yeah. and absorb what I'm gonna hear there. I think, same thing with a show. Uh, something I'll add on to you is like I think that's that's a new thing. It is. No, this it shit is. wasn't happening when we were kids, or like. Because the thing is, when we were with, with I'm saying with yeah. with all these protective like blinders on us, yeah. with all this like, yeah. I have to, you know, if I'm at a live show, yeah. a comedy show, and some a comic says something that's controversial or yeah. a little dark or like a little edgy or like yeah. not PC, but yeah. I think it's fucking hilarious. We've been. Con- I'm gonna have to hold back a little bit, yeah. even though I want to laugh. And like yeah. scream laughing ah oh my well, god you know what it I is. have to hold back because it sucks the people next to me oh this guy you know it's like yeah. you're dude it's a comic like or it's just he's like joking. even when you know it's terrible 
that's kind of why it's funny. It's like, oh my God, exactly. what did you just say? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, like, but by the way, let's just take a moment to go. We love and respect all people. Yes. Don't listen back to this and be like, what the fuck, fuck. Listen, we're not here to argue with you about your opinion. You can have your opinion and we love your opinion. Please have it. Enjoy your life. Be happy. At the same time, we're just talking about, we live in a world now sometimes where it's like, you know, differences. When we were kids, we're the last generation of like people who were like, you're, the world doesn't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. Get over yourself. Like that's the way our parents taught us. Yeah. Is that but that's also, you're not any more important than anyone else. And it's you know true. what I'm saying? Like, don't run around in this world thinking that your feelings, your opinions, and your shit means more than another person's does. But now we're living in a time where that's switching a little bit, and right. now everybody's everyone special, is, and everybody's yeah. opinions, and everybody's lifestyles, and everybody's and like, listen, I love everyone. I want to live in a universal world. I just think that at the same time, like. I live in reality, and I don't think that reality mm. says to me that everyone is going to enjoy what you do. I have tattoos. Not everybody's going to fucking think that's cool. I think you know cool. what I'm saying? Like, I I'm that. black. Not everybody <laughs> likes black people. Like, who gives? Like, do you think I give a fuck? You think I lose sleep over that shit? Fuck no. And I don't want. <laughs> and I don't want to live in a world necessarily where that even I mean yeah I want to live in a world where it does where that doesn't exist but I at the same I don't give a shit as yeah. long as the majority of us are on the same page yeah. and that's not inhibiting my life as an opposite you know I don't I've probably been to so many bars where some asshole in there was like fucking black guy you know what I mean like I don't know about it do you think that that stopped me from enjoying myself yeah no well, that's th- the more mindset you know dude uh I'm gonna go off yeah, on a tangent because I, I wanted to tell you my Bill Nye story from yeah, before. Let's, let's have oh, a yeah. Was it about him smoking weed? No. So my buddy went to school in northern Missouri. I'm from mm-hmm. Missouri originally. Uh, Whoa. And uh, so Bill Nye uh, was doing a speaking series, like yeah. a lecture series. Mm-hmm. Went to their college and this story spread like wildfire on, on their college. Apparently after the lecture, he went to like a corner liquor store, Yeah. went into the fridge took one bottle of Sam Adams Boston Lager out of a six-pack, goes up to the counter and goes, I just want to buy this bottle. Was like, the guy's like, uh, you got to buy the whole six-pack. He's like, no, I don't. I just want to buy this one. He <laughs> like, left like five bucks and like walked out with one bottle of Sam Adams. Shout out to Bill, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, man. Yeah, Bill, Bill Nye just fucking rock star in the Bill liquor Nye's store. Bill here disrupting... Social norms. He's Dude, like, I don't, why do I have to buy the six pack? I said I want one beer. I don't want six beers. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, but I like. I mean, look, <laughs> he's a mother effing science guy. Dude. I just listen. I love all people. I'm just tired of people. I'm t- <laughs> like, I love people, but I'm tired of people. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. Let's just not. Let's just like try to be happy. Because I don't think this is making us happier. That's my point. I think it's making us much. Sadder. I think we're way more. Miserable. I think we're way too like in tune with everything, and it's making yeah. us more. It's give. It's in, like you know, mental health being an issue, and you know all these things. People say like it's like oh, this has been going on for generations, but it's like I actually think gen- older generations probably kind of didn't give a fuck so much, and that's what makes them a little happier. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like my grandparents. Funny thing is, like all these people who are pushing us in this direction of 
uh, what's to be considered a better life don't seem any happier than my grandparents do. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I think, don't necessarily agree. Necessarily. I, I think there's I, a, my peers seem fucking miserable. You motherfuckers seem miserable. You're broke. You're miserable. You're fucking every goddamn Instagram story is a paragraph about something. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like people overcompensate well, a, to make couple, it seem like they're not miserable. It's just, oh, it's just doing too much. There's a couple things. I think because of research and because of knowledge, I think we're more aware of certain things that are actually seriously serious problems yeah. that people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, similar, um, this is going to be a funny comparison, but mm-hmm. people that say they have a gluten intolerance. Mm-hmm. So, so, you're tracking me. No, no, track with me. Hey, allergic. wait, track with me. The, the amount of people that actually have celiac or whatever it's called yeah. is minute. It's tiny. Yeah. But we live in California, Los Angeles. Yeah. Everyone's got a fucking gluten thing. Yeah, just like, it's like just everyone's like, a little lactose intolerant. I think. Well, I think My it's just head. like this depression. Like, I think some people seriously have a chemical imbalance. Yeah, they have some serious issues. Um, but I also think a lot of people, yeah. like you said, like oh, I'm, I, everyone's special. Blah blah. blah yeah. Look at me. Oh, we're all depressed. It's like how are we all depressed? You know, like we have issues. I mean, you know, we're all depressed, but there's a there's a normal. I think that there's a normal level of. Do you get what I'm saying, though? No, what I'm saying like, is, I think it's what's different between us and our grandparents. Like the reason you are, like the reason you relate to music that is, you know, sad or full of emotion. Like you know, a lot of people like sad music sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you know how you can listen to some shit and it's like, ah, oh, you get me. Everyone feels like that. You're not mm-hmm. special. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That's why it's successful because everybody is fucking yeah. has a little bit of depression. Everybody's a little happy. Yeah. Everybody's a little angry. Everybody's a, everybody. You're human beings. You know. Was that yes. a fair comparison? What I said about the gluten. Thing. The gluten thing. You're like, yeah. Maybe, maybe I just wanted depression to shit on the gluten. Like gluten I just wanted to shit on the gluten. <laughs> beer upsetting. So because I work at a brewery and people come up like, "Can I have a gluten free beer?" I'm like, it's "No." So funny. We had we had like the lightest conversation. It's just full this. of And gluten. then as soon as the mics are on, it's like, "Let's talk about the use of the word." Yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> mental health. Let's talk, it's like the G oh, word man. was the worst word we could have said. Listen, we just bro. said gluten. We just but, lost all of California's listenership. Listen, I'm not. I I, I fucking <laughs> have big love tattooed on my fingers. Fuck you. I love everybody. Yeah. You know what I, mean? like, I don't have a fucking issue. I don't need to prove anything to prove that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I might check my resume. I ain't saying shit. I love. You know, that's how I walk in life. Like. But my point is, that if you want to talk about it, like let's talk about it. Like, yeah, we're all a little depressed. We're all a little happy. We're all a little sad. But I think that sometimes, like, like it's like you want to talk about, like, you know, success and as an individual, cool. right? Yeah. I found that it's not necessarily the best thing in the world, you know. But I feel like I've the success that I've gotten, you know, has come from. Me not trying to spend too much time thinking about, like, f- like fixing myself. I kind of let the music help me fix myself. You know what I mean? Like, because with each thing, it's about, like, I write about me. And I write about my current space in life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, naturally, I have to kind of do some internal surgery. Um, but I don't spend too much time, like thinking about my mental health and my depression and da 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 outside of that you know what I mean like because it's just you start going in circles man like I've been that guy you just go in circles you're just fucking sitting here trying to fix like something that maybe can't be fixed maybe 
you are just doomed to be a human being and feel. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get over it. Yeah. Move on. We're all doomed. We've yeah. been sentenced feelings from the day you were born. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's fucking dope. And you sets us aside from the, the other mammals. No, you're yeah. going to feel for the rest of your fucking life. What are you going to do? Spend every year trying to not feel or figure out how to feel or da-da-da. Like, just feel how you feel, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at a Take certain it point, in. don't put it up. Be so bothered by things. Fuck it. Whatever. That's a great tagline. Fuck it. Whatever. Dude, do you mind if I do you mind if I take a little detour? No, let's get the fuck off this All right. society shit. Enough. Give me you guys got enough. Give me <laughs> um some folks, mm-hmm. uh, either a singular musician or a group, any genre. Mm-hmm. Who are you who are you into right now? Okay. Well, I've been obviously let me start off and say Mac Miller. Yep. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Yep been listening to his album just about once a day if not a couple times isn't it kind of a trip that, it that, is. Fi- that final album and like it's it's a weird you know it's funny it's a weird thing because as a rapper and shit like i my dad like raised us on tupac a lot you mm-hmm. know and Pac is a big example of kind of speaking things into existence per se mm-hmm. and i think some of the trippy things with max sometimes is like a lot of his writing writes about you know, life, death, mortality, da da da, depression, drugs, da. Um, and it sucks sometimes when things like this happen because then you kind of go like, ah, fuck, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that a thing? You know what I mean? Like, is it yeah. really a thing? Can you like? Can you write yourself creating that to death? Inevitable. Something. I don't want to say. I don't want to say like you know because I mean. I believe you know from what I I'm not knowledgeable cool. on the situation, but from what I know accidental overdose that's what happened yeah it's just a shame because he literally has songs <laughs> describing that yeah. and then it happens and it just kind of becomes this thing where like as an artist you start going like damn is that real because you know you have a responsibility not only in your writing but you have a responsibility yourself mm-hmm. and it's like i've i learned recently like before i stepped in the space to work on the record i'm working on now i started thinking about writing the life that you want to live mm. you know what i mean like because i realized like see i was painting with the paintbrush of of pain and hurt and this and that mm-hmm. and i don't think that i was seeing a change in my life no matter how much more things were going well um and you think that's because like, you're writing about that past emotion that keeps same, you kind of in that same, same brush yeah it's the same brush like it's like because this thing, you can have a million dollars, but if you're writing from a depressed place, you're depressed with a million dollars because that's where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, that's the brush that you're painting with. And I realized recently, and I think even with Mac, like if you listen to Swimming, Swimming is a very hopeful album. It's a very looking forward to the future of life album. You know what I mean? And I can't speak for him or anyone else, but I think for myself, like I got to the point where I've been like, yeah, like I think sometimes you have to Switch the brush up if you want to feel different. Mm. Yeah, because it starts in here. I, you know I, I mean? really—that's like, something that I mean, honestly, we've hit on a couple times recently on on the pod, but also just us as buddies. Yeah, uh, dude, we're us ourselves, yeah. our own worst enemies. And the older I'm getting, I was just talking to someone on the phone the other day. Um, it's not me versus you or me versus you. It's, you it's versus me versus you. me. Me versus me. And yeah. I think that's that takes maturity, and I think that takes a little 
years and growth. Um, but back to what you were saying, it's all about, I mean, in your work, but also just your day to day, um, giving yourself like that positive yeah. feedback and positive, um, inner voice. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of times, even after I do something that I think is like a big success, yeah. putting on a show or recording a film or doing a premiere yeah. or whatever, I still have these thoughts in my head. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you're not that good. It's one of the toughest you're, you're, parts. You know, it's because you're, it's like, that's what people mean. It's like, uh, there was not many people. Yeah. When people, people say, people don't laughing be so hard, hard on yourself, you know? they're talking about that. They're talking and so, about, don't like smell your own roses. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like you have to, you really have to, like, I'm learning it. Like, and this is like, we're talking about something I'm currently doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm learning to be like, smell your own fucking roses, bro. Like you're sitting here like, you know, I've had great things happen in my life, man. I've gotten to work on some of my, some albums for people that I grew up on. I'm homies with guys that I grew up on, um, you know, toured with people I've grown up on. People listen to me. People give a fuck about me. Yeah. That in general is a blessing. So it's like at a certain point, stop like hating yourself. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Start trying to love yourself. Start looking in the mirror and going, I'm the shit. Yeah. Not to be egotistical, but to, because you deserve to tell yourself that you're the shit. Exactly. Every once in a motherfucking while. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to a restaurant, it's this is the perfect analogy in my head at least about it. It's like, you know when you're at a restaurant and you're looking at the menu and you really want something that's 15 bucks, but you go for the thing that's 13 bucks, just buy the $15 thing. Mm-hmm. Just buy it because that's what you want. Yeah. And that's what you deserve. Stop starving yourself of uh, joy. Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? Because I like that. What you're really doing is you don't think you deserve it. Yeah. It's not people say, oh, it's budgeting and da 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 da. You know, my mom and I, we talk about this shit all the time. So my mom's like, Superwoman mom, you know, but she I think that she doesn't do enough for herself a lot same and same I kind of try to push her to like Do for yourself a little bit more like stop, you know, I mean it's great to do for other people but like buy that You know shoes that you want yeah. buy a pair of shoes you want like get yourself You know whatever the hell you want do it mm. because you don't do all this If you're running around living fucking life to not do the things that you want for yourself, you're a fucking dead person walking. Yeah. And I've been a dead person walking for a long fucking time. And I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I'm not doing that shit. I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, gamble the fucking dice on saying, like, I'll spend the extra money and figure it out than say, not going to do it. Because when you have a bunch of money and you've saved and you're like sitting here tight penny pinching are you fucking happy mm-hmm. no your ass don't even you're just sitting here like this yes yeah. just spend the fucking money man be happy mm-hmm. this shit is you could die tomorrow yo same thing with our last guest with eric dude he what, what was the quote he said uh don't don't wait to start trying just do it now yeah seriously just do it now it's not gonna be. He's like he said. He said don't like to be ready. He was yeah, a he's it. a road comic now. Yeah, and he books his own tours and like mm-hmm. that's not easy. Yeah, and he's like I'll write twenty clubs. And I'll hear back from maybe one or two, mm-hmm. and out of those one or two, maybe I book one of them. Yeah, and he's like, but dude, how are you gonna be on the road and learn how to do that if no. you don't fucking do it? Yeah, I literally tweeted about this the other day. I told I you know I'm I try not to. 
I don't like, I hate when people kind of like get on their soapbox and are advising people what to do with their fucking lives. Like, cause it's annoying, dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, if you're not Jay Z, and Jay Z ain't even telling you what to no, do. No, he's like, not. Jay Z's like, looking, this is, I'll put in a record. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you what you need to fucking do. Yeah. I have my opinions. Yeah. But it's always some asshole who had, who had never accomplished a motherfucking thing or have accomplished <laughs> their little small thing that they have. And I'm not putting anyone's life down. Mm-hmm. But it's like people get on Twitter and they go, you know what you need to do? You know what you need to do? You know, and it's like, I was talking about this the other day with this idea of like working a nine to five to pursue your dreams. And I don't want to tell anybody what to fucking do. Yeah. I didn't quit my job to pursue music. I got fired. You know what I mean? I don't have a nine to five. I'm a fucking rapper. That's what I do all the fucking time, every fucking day. You know what I mean? I hustle. I do my thing. You know what I mean? I help out, you know, with whatever. I can get paid to do sometimes if I'm not, you know, like like this month. I we're coming back from the tour, chilling out probably to the rest of the year. Got like a couple little things, but nothing crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm gonna help my friend out on set real quick. Get some bread for that. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but people have this idea that it's like you're gonna work your nine to five and one day your fucking dream is gonna come like save you. That shit's not gonna save you, yo. Like it's not you're not you are gonna fucking never accomplish your fucking dream. That's what's gonna happen because and I don't wanna say never again, let me alright, let me not do that. Let me just say no, you can more than those. more than likely mm-hmm. what's going to happen is your dream is going to become a thing that you just it's it's going to just become this little hobby thing that you do. If you're a fucking singer mm-hmm. and you wanna sing stadiums if you don't go for that shit and balls to the wall, like, like, like it's this or nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you have to sometimes have that shit going on in your life because look around, like the people who made it, the ones you want to be are not people who are like, yeah, I worked here. And then one day someone called and offered me a million dollars and my life changed from there. (laughs) That's not how this shit works, yo. Like. Yeah, it may be like occasional. You're like Har- you got your Harrison Ford, who was like a, yeah. an electrician or something. Carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. and someone plucked him for Star Wars. Man, if you want to gamble on being Harrison Ford, be my motherfucking guest. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. this means too much to me to gamble on chance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the fucking work in. And that's why I don't gamble. I don't fuck with gambling. I like things that the, the, the outcome relies on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not putting my life on the up to chance for someone uh, else for someone else so for, for somebody else for to a decide. gatekeeper for someone else to decide. Whatever, like, yeah. make the decision on your own dude do you want to do this that much show it give up everything dude i've i was in a relationship i've had no jobs i fucking have been like calling landlords before like please like give me a week you know what i mean like trying to figure it out like i'm just now at the point where like I'm good. You know what I mean? All the bills are paid on time and it's coming from mainly shows and the little hide hustling. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but that shit took a while, bro. And it took a lot. And it's still an ongoing thing. I don't sit here and act like I'm in the green. I need my money. Man. Like, come on, where are these opportunities at? <laughs> but like, the point is, is like, I like lost my job and I made a decision. And at that point, I made a decision to no longer put my life up to the chance of others. You know what I'm saying? Because I sat in a job and I wanted to 
play music and I wanted to do shows and I wanted to be a rapper for real. I didn't want to be the guy at the shoe store who's a rapper and people are like, oh, you know, he raps too. Like, that's not, no one gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to help L.A. Reid and I used to help Big Crit and, and Meek Mill and T.I. and all these motherfucking people and I didn't talk to them about that shit because I already know where I was at and that was in this place of like, no matter what, you're not necessarily like, you know, they're looking at you like, yeah, just help me with my motherfucking shit. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be like, nah, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I'm dead ass. Yeah. Fuck you, whether you help me or not. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the shit just works out. And the point is, is that I brought it up was just to say, like, I guess I'm trying to just say, maybe I should say that because people say this other thing all the time and people just retweet it like it's Say what possible. you want to say. Like, like. Like, and it just encourages this mindset of like, of being complacent. You know what I mean? Uncomfort, like pressure builds diamonds, bro. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. you got to kind of like fuck around, like yeah. kind of fuck up a little bit to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You got to struggle a little bit yeah. to figure it out. You have to, like, you got to go through these things. You know what I mean? Like, I know mad people, man. Like being, you know, being a musician, I have a fucking spit in the air. There's a musician. You know what I mean? Like. And everybody has these big-ass dreams, these big-ass aspirations, and motherfuckers ain't doing shit about it. Like, you better go do something about it, dude. Time is ticking. You know what I'm saying? Like, at a certain point, this ain't cute no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't have anything else to add to that. <laughs> I mean, no, you said you literally said what we've been talking about yeah. for a while, what I've been thinking myself. It's the end of the year. I've been doing a lot of reflecting myself. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, got to put in the work. And <clears throat> you want to see anything come? It's exactly no one's going to give you a handout. No one's going to pick up the phone one day and be like, "Hey, I saw your YouTube clip." And oh my, Nobody's oh my, G Willikers, oh, here's Nobody's a trying to save here's a movie deal. You want to you know? open for Dave Chappelle next no, week? Nobody Hell is no. trying to. Save you. <laughs> nobody is trying to save you. Yeah, save yourself, motherfucker. Dude, you know what I, I'm saying? Like, I love the contrast of like before we started recording. And we were bullshitting, and then like, now it's like, we got, I loved it though. This is this, is this like, was a this great episode. Very, like, this is what I needed. This is a lot. You're gonna get a lot from this. This is like, we talked about society, right? But then we left on a motivational. Like, I like where we're going with this. I like that it's like in a place of like, listen, just stop. Like, I don't know, man. You know, people sit around asking, looking for somebody to fucking save them. Save yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I just went on tour with Mike Shinoda. You know what I'm saying? Like. Not because he was like, "Hey, Huge come respect. on a tour," but because you made it happen. Well, he invited I mean, me to come, but, but he, he invited me because I am a motherfucking person who, yeah, like, he I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I would like to imagine that he has a certain level of respect for me in the sense of um, seeing me bust my ass for my shit yeah. and make. You know, hopefully, you know, to my knowledge, he likes the music he I make. He wasn't so the shoe like, store customer that was like, oh, no, you he rap? sees the somebody on. be out here pushing and yeah, grinding right. and making music and playing shows and is like, yo, come, come, come join us. Yeah. As far as I'm I concerned, see you doing it for yourself. As far as I'm concerned, you made that happen for yourself. Yeah. If it wasn't him, it would have been somebody else. And, as long as and they're all love and respect, and I appreciate it, but that's kind of the way that I yeah. feel about it sometimes because I'm friends with a lot of rappers. Like, you know, I've known Killer Mike for a couple of years. Yeah. I've known Slug from Atmosphere for a couple of years. Like, all of them homies show mad love. I love them. Yeah. I appreciate them. But they're not sitting around like, hey, Amir, like, what do you need? How can we save you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm doing my thing regardless. Like me and Slug were texting while I'm on tour with Mike. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's a great feeling for me because he's the one. Like he's the first person to have like gotten in my corner, and obviously that comes with like a thing where like you know people start going like, when's atmosphere gonna do this? Hey, you an atmosphere? And like people write about you, and it's they include atmosphere every time, and that's great. But I don't want to be the person who's just kind of like. Like, hey, grab his coat. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, and be like, take me with you. Like, I want to text him and be like, yo, I'm in fucking Denver right now playing the Fillmore. Like, it's awesome. This is tight. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and you are a person who's been in my corner since day one. So I'm excited to tell you that because I want you to be like, I see you doing your motherfucking yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. I yeah. Felt it. This is why I fucked with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. because I. Hopefully, you know, and again, I don't want to speak for anybody, but that's what I would hope um, it makes guys like him feel. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. Dude, we loved having you on, man. This is another great episode. We're just, yeah. Yeah. we're churning out hits right now. Yeah, we're uh, real quick. Yes. Uh, give our listeners where we can find you online to follow you, to, to see what you're up to. On the internet. It's this thing. The worldwide web. You, you open your computer, you put HTTP colon backslash backslash www. He did the HTTP. No. You can Google me. Amir says nothing. I'm on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, Title, Google Play, motherfucking Amazon Music. You know, we got a big distributor, baby. So, you, you know, we everywhere. I'm even on Instagram. That's right. Musicians, you other rappers, you better get it together. And fucking get your shit on Instagram. You can make Instagram videos of my music, baby. Let's Hell go. yeah. Um, but yeah, everywhere. Um, Mr. Nothing's Neighborhood EP just dropped. Check it out. A couple weeks ago. Listen to that. Love Always Mr. Right dropped earlier this year. And uh, next year, we, we're going to hit you in the motherfucking Full head. You know what I'm saying? We're excited. We're excited, dude. Yeah. So, big love. Fuck yeah. Make Hi, money. Mom. Hi, mom. Thanks, buddy. Nobody get mad about my opinions. It's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please. Things I'd like to bring to your attention. Dragon Ball Super turned Future Trunks into a little baby back bitch. He was the fucking man in Dragon Ball Z, just showing up and just murking fools. Why'd they do that, yo? Why did they do that, yo? Things I'd like to bring to your attention. What the hell are you talking about, Nick? No, seriously. Like, oh, what? I'm talking, I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z and Super, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, I don't it's the new series after Dragon Ball Z. And okay. Future Trunks right. is um, Vegeta's son. Let's just he do the next Bulma, segment. And he's got purple hair, but he's got a sword, and he just like shows up all the time and just murks motherfuckers, or at least he used to. Now it's Dragon Ball Super, and he just shows up, and he's just like, oh, I need help. And I'm glad that's over, and I cut your mic off because what the hell is that? It is my time to talk. This is This Week in Wrestling. Got a lot going on. Something to talk about that I didn't talk about last week, but I won't waste a lot of time on Nicholas, is because this guy is a complete and utter dumbass. I have that in the notes, just in all caps. Dumbass. Uh, Enzo Amore. Trash, by the way. And I figured I'd say that trash so you take me serious on where I'm going. We didn't talk about this. Uh, he showed up at, at a Survivor Series. 
Um, I don't know if you know his story. Uh, basically, he got let go of from WWE immediately uh, when allegations came out about him drugging and taking sexual advantage over a woman in Phoenix. Oh, my, um, my mic's back on. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I plugged you back in. Um, so, anyways, he got cut from WWE immediately, which obviously there was some kind of truth to that if mm-hmm. they were going to do that right away. And What's there's been rumors... save face for the company? Well, not only that, I don't give a shit about the PR of the company. I mean, the person himself... Trash, by the way. To get fired that quickly... It, there was clearly other shit going on. Yeah. Right. And so apparently he was a pain in the ass to work with. His gimmick was really over the top. Um, like this Jersey character, whatever, really loud, obnoxious. Maybe what and it most was. people were, um, from what I gather, he basically lived his gimmick. Like he didn't ever turn on or turn off. He was just this person the oh, whole time. He's just a douche. And so I think, uh, yeah, that was the, the nail in the coffin was that, but my point being, uh, again, like I said at the top of the segment, I don't want to give this guy much time. I'm going to end it right here. Uh, he randomly showed up at Survivor Series and sat in the second row and stood up on his chair and was hooting and hollering during a match and got pulled out and kicked out. Trash. Um, oh, like he was not a part of the show. He was just there on his own dime being a fucking... He was fired from WWE several months later because he, he lives in LA. He showed up at Survivor Series, which is a big event. Yeah, he's an idiot. And... Um, uh, Joey Janela, he is a indie wrestler. He posted on Twitter a photo of him and said, "This is what a uh, this is I'm butchering it, but this is what a wrestler who fought at WrestleMania the year before uh, looks like when he's now closer to working at a pizza shop than ever wrestling ring or something like that." I'm butchering it, but basically it was just like this dude's lost his mind. Mm-hmm. And for anyone that's supporting him and his actions and what he did in the past and what he's currently doing. Uh, I'm going to tell you this, and uh, sorry for the F-bomb, uh, Mom, but fuck off. This guy fucking sucks. Um, he's awful. He's terrible to people, terrible to women. Trash, by the way. And, you know, he's saying, oh, it's all mojitos, mojitos, and all this shit. No, dude, like, you're a terrible person, and I hope you don't get any money for anything. So get your shit together. Um get healthy and stop being an idiot. Yo, I'm just tired of people saying that um, the, their lack of success is because of haters. Sometimes your lack of success I mean, is because you just suck. Yeah. I, I think he's just one of those guys like, oh, I love... Uh, we're not going to talk about him anymore. He's not getting any more time on the show. Yeah. Anyways, I have to point that out because... Screw that guy. Um, something that you might want to talk about, we, got the, we had the heavyweight bout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we touch on that just for a bit? We can touch on it real quick. Um, the big fiasco with the Wilder Fury boxing match and that it ended with a draw to the outside fan. Um, this was this was the this was like the big heavyweight um, championship fight. You had Deontay Wilder, the American, who was undefeated, the heavy hitter, um, and we had Tyson Fury, the uh, Gypsy who's also undefeated and he was coming back from like um, suicidal thoughts, severe depression, Man. alcoholism, drug addiction, straightened his life around and it's just kind of, and it was his first fight in two years. Wow. Um, so it was a, it was a, there was a lot there to get people excited about the fight to the, to the, to the boxing, the average Joe boxing fan, 
if you watch that fight, you might be a little bit confused about why Deontay Wilder did not just win the fight because he knocked down Tyson Fury twice. Not a, me, not a huge boxing guy, but I've got a lot of friends that are big into boxing. And the story is that at best wins you that round. So yeah, apparently, if you're going round by round, they fought 12 rounds. He, Deontay Wilder, though he knocked him down and that's big, that only won him two of the 10 rounds. Two of the uh, or two 12. of the twelve rounds, yeah, and then therefore Tyson just outboxed him the other ten. Then then the fiasco there is that um, everybody believes that Tyson should have been scored the winner of that fight. Mm. Interesting thing is that one of the judges had scored Tyson to lose the fight, or uh, yeah, to lose the fight prior to the knock, the last knockdown anyway. Mm. So it's what the fuck's going on there? This is one that's one that's everybody's biggest hang up with boxing is that at the end of it all, if somebody's not just flat out knocked down, it comes down to like an opinion. Well, the thing is, I think that comes from um, the '90s era, like the the Tyson's and all that. Um, that I you know the knockout artists mm-hmm. of where you know we you know. Fans want to see that. They want to see the big punch. They want to see the big moment, mm-hmm. uh, the big the big KO. You got knocked the fuck out, man! But um, boxing is a very, very technical sport, and mm-hmm. you and I both don't know a ton about it yet. I would like to learn more about it. We're on the path. We've but been journeying. It's very interesting, and it's um, it, it seems... Um, it honestly seems like chess, like human combat chess um, of how it's scored. No, you don't like that. No, I just comment? think it's. I think it's fucking interesting that there's also chess boxing. So carry on. Oh, what? You've never heard of chess boxing? No. It's it's half boxing, half chess. Oh. Cool. The the the. the How the hell the, does that happen? Well, the, you just you fight around, and then you play some chess. <laughs> and then okay. You fight around. This is a real thing. <laughs> what? This is a real fucking thing, dude. You've never heard of chess boxing. That's really strange. Yeah. Right? Anyway, um, that's about the fight. Um, we had oh so anyway uh, let me wrap that up with oh. the good news is out of this whole fiasco and draw thing is that there's a really good chance we'll get another opportunity to see the fight that's all I wanted to say about it uh, uh, you mean a second one to see a second fight cool um, conspiracy theories just trying to get money give me my goddamn money anyway Anthony um, Joshua where are you at you punk now he would uh, kill me dude yeah <laughs> alright keep going uh, <laughs> anywho Another another little thing in the wrestling community, uh, we had a wrestling great, uh, Dynamite Kid, passed away this week. Um, he came up with British Bulldog and was, uh, I believe, in the late 80s, early 90s era. Um, I honestly, I, I just wanted to send condolences to fans and friends and family of his. Um, I'll be 100 with you. I... That was a little bit before my time. Should have done some more research, but um, I know he had a big impact, especially um, in that era, and then tagging with the bulldog. Um, There's been a couple uh, deaths this year. It's like, we've had a, we had a decent amount because yeah. I mean, being fifty or sixty years old in that industry is more like being seventy or eighty. Just so, it's such so hard on your body, especially when we didn't have a lot of research and knowledge about what all that stuff or did. The actual physical beating that yeah. you take. Um, anywho, uh, and then one last thing I want to touch on that I thought was interesting this week is that 
Uh, there's been internet rumors for the longest time hinting at the women's division finally getting a women's tag division, tag team division. And so obviously there'd be women's tag belts. Uh, but Bailey claimed that her and Sasha would be the first ever uh, women's tag team champions. And so that's a little nod to all the rumors that have been going around the internet that that's the next big thing in the women's division is that um, we're getting our first women's tables, ladders, and chairs match this this December. Uh, the next big one is uh, hopefully a tag division because there's a lot of women right now, and that would be awesome. Two chicks at the same time, dude. Yep, and that was this week in wrestling. I'm going to send it over to Nicholas for this week in basketball. All right, this week in basketball, the biggest news is Markel Fultz. We touched on it a little bit last week with what's going on with his shoulder. It's bad. It's really, it's worse than it probably has ever been. There's a diagnosis on it now. It's called thoracic outlet syndrome. And basically, it's just nerve damage from that reaches from your neck all the way down your arm. Oh, my God. Um, Big, the most important uh, tool in basketball would be your hands, so you can shoot a basketball. Um, so it's 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 kind of a thing. The good news is that they're they're confident that it is a writable pro, uh, ship. They can mm. fix this. He's going to be out for at least the next six weeks. They say, um, knowing the history of the Philadelphia 76ers, I would imagine that it'll be much longer than six weeks. They are never in a rush to bring somebody back. Also, they've they've been already they trying like to injuries. shop him. They do love injuries. <laughs> Um, but they've also been trying to shop him anyway. So, and it, they don't, now that they have Jimmy Butler on the, on the squad, they've got Ben Simmons, they've, they've got anything that Markel Fultz, a healthy Markel Fultz would have done. They've got it covered. So they don't really need to rush him back. Mm. Um, at this point, I would imagine the only reason that they're looking to get him healthy is so that they can trade him. Wow. That's, that's kind of it. That's true. Which is not all bad for Markel Fultz because that means that he's getting top of the line doctor care. Sure. So that's that's you know there's a silver lining there. So that's what's going on with with Markel. Um, recently, uh, um, Kevin Durant was interviewed about what it's like to play with LeBron, LeBron James. and why he thinks that Los Angeles is going to have a harder time getting that star player that Los Angeles Laker fans and pundits think is that they're going to get um and i the reason i think it's such a uh so interesting is because it's the same thing that i brought up episodes ago about playing with lebron it's hard to get the star player that wants to go and play with him because it's the two spot or like not the two spot but i mean it's second in command yeah because you're gonna have to he's the best player in the in the world right now players in the world the best and you're gonna have to adjust how you play there's no big time star in the nba that doesn't need the ball in their hands the whole for the majority of the time um can i interject or yeah. do you have something else no go ahead uh, my question is so what did what did katie actually say because he, he, he he's hate he's it seems like he's hating on playing with lebron but he also went to golden state he's not he's not Hating on playing with LeBron. Okay. The, the difference between KD can fit in Golden State because the guys at Golden State, uh, Clay, Draymond, and Steph, 
do so much without the ball. So many of the points that Steph gets, and especially Clay gets, are points off of catch and shoot opportunities. Mm. Um, and they their their whole style of basketball is just passing it around, passing it around, passing it around. So KD can step in there and get his shots mm. if he wants. KD is actually more the he's kind of like the LeBron in that scenario where he stepped in and he kind of needs the ball mm. to create. Um, so it actually it works in that scenario. But when you come into LeBron's uh, when when you come into the king's kingdom, yo, you're gonna need um, <laughs> if you're if you're a ball dominant player, which you are, if you're a superstar, it's gonna throw everything off. So what KD was basically saying is, if it works perfectly, if you're like a Kyle Korver type, the guy who's just running around, catch and shoot, that kind of stuff, it works perfect. Like if like if Clay from the Warriors went to LA. That's something that's doable, and people yeah. have been talking about that because Clay be can just run around and just light it. Yeah, light it, light it, light it. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm just. I, I guess this whole thing was really just me bragging about how Katie and I think the same, and <laughs> he's top of the game in basketball, and so, so that like means we you are? we're on like the same wavelength. Yeah, I I should be in the NBA. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I wanted to shout out. My Spartan dog, Jaron Jackson Jr., who went off a couple nights ago. Um, Triple J. Triple J. Went off a couple nights ago. Um, it's a good job, dude. You just had like 30-something points, I think like 15 boards, the deep three that sent it into overtime. As far as I'm concerned, and largely because you're a Michigan State Spartan, you're the reason why Memphis won that game. So props to you. Um, that's all I got for basketball, Trenty. Let's move it on to this week in hip-hop. I am not an icon, I'm a hyphen between Ja and the ghetto. Alchemist, no pow, local willow, touch fat, my hammer, pow, pow, and the halo will be added unto the top of yo dome, sorry. But I got love for fat like the OG from RC, got for B. Cool, uh, this week in hip hop, uh, it might have happened last week, but we didn't touch on it, I don't think. But uh, Meek Mill, first album um, out. since he came back um, out of prison, and uh, dude. Have you listened to the album? I've not. Oh shit! I have not listened. So to So maybe the album. I'll just talk about it. It's <laughs> called Championships. I think it's a badass name. Um, the big track on there um, that's stirring the pot is the one with Rick Ross and Jay Z. Shaboy! Yep. We, we talked about earlier with yeah. Amir. Um, dude, that 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 record is awesome. Um, check that. I I think there's several good ones on there. Um, I'm not honestly, to be real, I'm just I think aesthetically not crazy about. His sound or his flow, but the beats are awesome. The opening track, the in, it's called intro. Um, he has Phil Collins in the air tonight, and he raps over it, and it's pretty badass. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, check out the Meek Mill album, and uh, you know he's got some features on there. And I guess the Drake Meek Mill beef is squashed because Drake bought him out during the his tour this summer, and then also mm-hmm. Drake is featured on a song. So the beef is clearly squashed. It's kind of like this. This uh, <laughs> socially, this album is making noise because of because of Jay Z and because of Drake and Meek. Yeah, it's bringing people together. <laughs> um, dude, hip hop's you... always been doing that. <laughs> where, you... where would you, if you were to like impulse rank this album um, f- for the year? Oh. Where? I mean, here's the thing: a lot of people are digging it. I think I have a little bit of a, not a crutch, but like a, 
mountain to climb because I'm not crazy about meat milk. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Probably in the top 15 or top 10 rap okay. albums. Okay. But I think there, I, I, I think there's a lot better rap albums this year. Cool. Personally. But it's still worth listening to, so I'll get oh, on Oh, yeah. I, I mean, gotta do my homework. The, the, the fact that it's, you know, everyone's rallying behind him and the album. And, you know, props to him putting out this album. Um, and I need to give it another spin or two, but uh, it's just personally because I've I've never really been a fan. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, that's all. Uh, dude, what do you got? Tell us what you got, buddy. The biggest thing with hip-hop in uh, this week for me was discovering the gentleman Toby Nwigwi. Um, I, I don't know how I done, didn't know who he was. Did you know who he is? No idea. He is, um, he's a rapper out of Texas, I believe, um, who, for my money, is, can spit with anybody, I think. Um, his, his rap style is really interesting. I'd say it's similar to Andre Three Stacks. Cool. Um, yeah, that song you sent me was pretty dope. He's got a song that I've the listened video was to cool too. multiple times called Spice on YouTube. You just type in Toby Nwigwi. It's uh, N-W-I-G-W-E and Spice. And it's uh, it features Spice Adams, the like the comedian sports guy. It's just, it's just really enjoyable. But what's interesting about this guy's um, song structure is that he typically doesn't have a hook. It's mostly just... Um, it's mostly just flow for two minutes, two, three minutes, and he'll just flow. And the shit that he says is just like, it's deep, man. It's deep. It's deep from like a, oh my God, that's a really deep thought that he just had, but like deep, um, it's like convoluted. Mm. The, the levels to his, to his rhymes or punchlines is, it's it is uh, it's far reaching. Cool. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So he's definitely worth a listen. He had an album, two albums come out actually this year called uh, one was Originals and the other one was called More Originals. Um, it's fantastic. I really highly I recommend you guys out. listen to this guy. It's pretty cool. And that's this week in hip hop. All right, guys. Uh, this is part of the show where we like to take a little bit of time, shout out our awesome friends that are doing cool stuff. Um, you've probably heard his name a few times on the pod. What's his name? His name is Mark Sipka. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're taking this whole section today just to give our boy some love. Uh, you know, great friend of the pod, listens to the pod, supports us. Um, but this is a giant day um, in our friend uh, Mark Sipka's life and in our life, being friends with him. Uh, Sip, work, work his, he works his ass off. Um, and, dude, I'm getting... <laughs> I'm getting choked. I'm just talking about. It. Um, dude, he uh, recorded a comedy special. Oh man, uh, recorded a comedy special about his family. He had his family here, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been editing it. Did it all his work on his own. Recorded it two years ago. And man, did, did this all thing the post is so. Stuff. This thing the- itself is so funny, and. Um, it's a roast of his family, dude. And he, it's amazing. I get choked up, man. This is so great. I wanted this to. Why be- don't we? Let's go. Let's. What's the title, dude? What's the title is Mark Mark Sipka's My Special Family Special. It is on Amazon Prime. That's the point of the whole segment. Yeah, uh, dude. If you listen to this podcast, please take some time. Uh, search on Amazon Prime Video, Mark Sipka, My Special Family Special. Um, dude, uh, Sip deserves all the love yeah. uh, and the views on this. Rate, rate it on um, Amazon. Rate it five stars. 
Uh, spread it to your friends. Tell your friends to watch it. Tell them to uh, rate it. I'm going to watch this with my family over Christmas because uh, we all know the Sipkas and it's going to be great. Uh, but the biggest thing is to support our friends. We love you, Mark. Uh, we support you and we know you put in hard work on this. Um, I'm so so stoked. Yeah, dude, this is great. So it, it legit, we, it legit is hilarious. I, I wasn't able to actually. You were at the live taping. Yeah. Um, I was I wasn't able to make it, but we started watching the beginning. Yeah, this morning. Um, this morning, and it's it's so it's so awesome. Um, I don't even know. It's I, a huge deal, man. That's why I'm getting it's emotional. A really it's a huge, huge deal. deal, and. Uh, the work that it takes to just get on one of these things is, is it's crazy and uh, to know the backstory of so many of the jokes yeah. uh, on a personal okay. level um, because I grew up with him is just oh my god it's so fucking funny yeah dude <laughs> it's so <laughs> good I, uh, I, I don't know maybe we're just rambling now but it's really it's Mark Sipka's My Special Family Special on Amazon Prime um, go watch it, stream that, um, rate it, uh, review it, show some love for our boy, for our boy Mike, Marky Mark Sipka, please. Check it out on Amazon, folks. Um, so, man, we're like small potatoes now. Yeah, this is the <laughs> fucking, uh, <laughs> um, let's move it on to ourselves. Uh, cool. Are you recording a, a comedy special on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, um, <laughs> I'm excited. This week has been great. Uh, we've got some birthdays coming up. Mark Orr, Shane Loves, happy birthday, buddies. Um, yeah, and uh, got to got today off going to Vinny's. You went Ooh, to Vinny's yesterday. I went to Vinny's yesterday. That's what I, I want to talk about myself and my haircut. Yeah. That's all I got. Shout to out to Vinny's. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Vinny's Barbershop. Hey, we look good. I'll tell you that. Oh, well, yeah, we do. Um, yeah, I, my week is pretty chill, to be real. Yeah. Um, Things got, are winding down. It's the holiday season, yeah. We got a new beer coming out of Three Weavers on Friday. It's Ooh. called the Messenger IPA. We call it a sunny IPA. We use lemon zest, Budahan zest, and yuzu It's a lot zest. of zest. Very zesty, very citrusy. Um, we're canning it this year, which is exciting. So come out Friday for that. Um, that's pretty much my week. Cool. Um, the holiday season is upon us, so it's time to get... Um, gifts around for reps so that's kind of what I'm working on oh, um, yeah. having this conversation with Amir that we had earlier and then also because of what we've got we, we, just, we were just talking about our boy Mark Sipka the fucking fire is just lit under yeah, my fucking ass dude I'm ready to fucking get to work these past three episodes have been great with Eddie, Eric and Amir mm -hmm. um, just these dudes that are like really grinding and really carving out their own path and then our boy Sipka with this special man, it's inspiring. And it's, you, you and I both need a, a kick in the butt, you know? And uh, we, all, we always do, everyone well, does, but. Yeah, I hope, that, uh, I hope that I will always be working my ass off, but I hope that I will always think I can be working harder. Boom, I like that too. Um, guys, if you wanna check out this podcast um, that I host, it's called Another Shitty Podcast. I've got a very sexy, very tight, Bod co-host, tight bod co -host. Oh, thanks, man. You uh, didn't have he, to say that. I'm not actually holding a gun to your head, <laughs> he, forcing you to say that. He swims all the time. He swims in the rain. He's got a mustache. His name is Nick Grace. He's my co-host. Uh, but our podcast, thank you guys for listening, is called Another Shitty Podcast. You can search it on Apple. Uh, another uh, S asterisk 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 Y podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on Pocket Cast. 
Um, Nick, you got something you want to say? Yeah, I also hold a uh, host a podcast. It's called Another Shitty Podcast. I host it with my good buddy Trent Bruce. He's sitting across the table from me right now. He's got the thickest beard in the history of the world. You can hide a lot of stuff in there. The ladies love it. The men are jealous of it. If you want to listen to this podcast um, or recommend it to anybody else who you know is going to dig it, and guess what? You know who's going to dig this podcast? Fucking everybody. So just like spread it around. You know how you find us? You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. Or you can find us on Pocket Cast. And you would type in the word another S asterisk 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 Y podcast. You can go there. You can listen to Trent's voice. You can listen to my voice. And you can listen to a special guest week by week. Get inspired or just weird out with us. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, it's a pretty good time. Um... Uh, apologies before we completely wrap this up we just didn't have enough time to get our girl lolo jones on it was a scheduling conflict this yeah, week it's just, it was really tough to schedule we're gonna her. try to fit her in next week um so lolo we apologize we will we'll we'll try to get you on here soon um but yeah guys thanks for listening that was a another shitty, shitty podcast, podcast. You know, man, I, I'm just out here trying to stay on my P's and toes and never get caught digging up my nose. <laughs> no one knows where the nose goes when the doors close. <laughs> stay woke. Uh, ha, ha, ha.